0: Welcome to Boardwalk Sports Talk, the podcast by the Jersey sports fan for the Jersey sports fan, because in New Jersey, we know you
1: don't like us. And guess what? We don't like you either. Well, hello there and welcome to episode 55. I think it's 55 of Boardwalk Sports Talk. I'm Brian Kinkowski, along with my good friend and colleague, Carl Freemeyer.
0: It's a great day to be Jersey.
1: It is a great day to be Jersey. <laughs> it was a great Saturday to be Jersey. If you were in the blue lot, getting, Hell some yeah. free, getting some free t-shirts.
0: Yeah, we went viral marketing, man. By the way, I just want to commend you on your preparation. I love every every episode starts the same way. Episode 37? <laughs> episode fifty. <50? laughs> five it's just like there's no confidence whatsoever where we're at just great It's just kind of just it, it's a great example of how prepared we are to deliver quality content to our our listeners and and god god we love you just just know that we love you guys
1: yeah yeah i, I mean I, I knew our last one was 54 and i just didn't check uh, <laughs> right before I, I i write i write down my notes beforehand but you know, I don't always check. Like, what was our last episode number? But I'm, I'm I was pretty sure last one was 54, and I just checked, and it was. So Yahtzee, I was right.
0: So you're right, though. The blue lot. To go back to that topic, that was a carnival atmosphere, if if I've ever seen one. Like, definitely the best uh, tailgating I've seen since 2014. Just fantastic, right? Like, phenomenal weather. Huge groups in in these these tailgate groups. I mean, like. 15 20 people uh, in every group and everybody was down to have a great time everybody was you know having their beverages eating their their various meats and by the way some people really do it up big like some people have those smokers attached to trail hitches and they just pull in and it's like bada bing bada boom it's tailgating it's tailgating turnkey basically uh, those people don't even need to get anything out of their cars they just start they just start smoking so i mean it really kind of hit me midway through the Rutgers game itself when, and we'll get to that, I'm sure in more depth, but I thought to myself, you know, even if we are never middle of the pack or a top team in the big 10, we might be able to win the carnival tailgating award of the big 10. Like we will be the tailgating school of the big, of the big 10.
1: Yeah. Especially with the boardwalk, like the, uh, the boardwalk was awesome. Like, it was my first time getting to experience it, um and yeah, I I thought it was really cool. Lots of like good food options and stuff. I went on the Ferris wheel, which was pretty scary. I'm not gonna wow. lie. Yeah, my son my son wanted to go on, so I went on with my wife and him. And honestly, though, Carl, I would I'll, and I'll recommend this to all Rutgers fans out there. You got to do the Ferris wheel. The view you get at the top, I, it was terrifying. Don't get me wrong. Like those carnival things, I don't like them, but the view you get when you get to the top of the Ferris wheel of the stadium and the t- and the tailgating scene is incredible like like to your point the the blue light and yellow like just being able to like go, go up in the Ferris wheel and look around i was like oh my god like this is this is big time. Like this is really awesome. Like what an awesome environment. Obviously, it was like you said because
0: it was- it's because it's cars, it's flags. It's yeah, R-G-I-P-C. flags flying everywhere.
1: It was a beautiful day, like not a cloud in the sky. Like you could I I could see, you know, Werblin. I could see the stadium. I could see New Brunswick. Like it was like such a cool thing to be able to, like, kind of, like, see the camp, like, I hope some Iowa fans went on there, too, like, I don't know if any of, I didn't see any of them, so I don't know if any of them did, but I know a lot of, um you know, I've been reading a lot of message boards and stuff, I know a lot of Iowa fans were, like, commending us big time on, like, the tailgating scene, the atmosphere, um, I had I heard some Iowa fans say it was, like, some of the best tailgating they'd seen in the country, and honest to God, like, I've traveled a bit, like, I'm not like a, you know, I haven't been to every stadium. Hopefully someday I'll get to go to every stadium, but you know, I've been to Columbus, Ohio. I've been to Madison, Wisconsin, which is often regarded as one of the best college towns in the country. I just went, uh, like two weeks ago and it was very cool. Madison to me was more of a, it's more of a bar scene and same with Columbus is more of a bar scene than a real tailgating scene. Um, but our, our tailgating scene is really up there with some of the best I've seen. You know, I've been to, I've been to SEC stadiums uh tuscaloosa you know um neyland stadium in tennessee the swamp in florida uh the tailgating in, in neyland was was okay it was basically like they had the sailgating, which was cool but their their tailgating is mostly resigned to like a parking garage by the stadium um you know and then a lot of these other places like i said it's a big bar scene florida was a big bar scene um but our tailgating really is like up there, you know, and even my wife, you know, she, she was in the Ferris wheel with me. She went to Alabama. They have great tailgating in Alabama. Like, they have, like, a quad where they set up, like, you literally, like, have to reserve space in it, and they set up, like, all these tents and stuff, and it's, like, you know, really top-notch stuff, but she was, like, literally looking around at the top of the Ferris wheel being, like, this is really awesome. So, the atmosphere, like, yeah, like, the the drinks were flowing, the the lots were full, you know, and and it was it was a really awesome, you know, awesome scene before the game. I know I got you to go to the Scarlet Walk for the first time ever. What were, your, what were your thoughts on the Scarlet Walk?
0: Yeah, well, before we get to that, I just want to comment on what you just said there. I think that's a great recommendation. Go to the top of the Ferris wheel. Uh, everybody, hit, hit the top of the Ferris wheel. Take a picture. Um, tag us get it out there on social let's let's get this to be a thing let's get the top of the ferris wheel to be a must-do event at rutgers games because if you it, the way you describe it it sounds amazing and honestly the i i totally echo your comment on um, us having the most quality tailgating i think just the way that we're set up the fact that the stadium isn't in a downtown like it there is plenty of space around it for parking And the fact that uh, we don't have, you know, too many austere rules. It's also not like too huge of a stadium. Like, because I think you lose some, you lose some of the intimacy when it when it gets to be like a Penn State size. Because we went to Penn State, right? And like, yeah, um, they, they. I will
1: say, you know, my thoughts on Penn State. They do have a great tailgating scene. It's it's mostly tailgates there.
0: It's just so large there, though.
1: Right. Agreed.
0: That. You're kind of like your tears, your tears away from the stadium. So it's like a big oak tree, right? Like a 200-year oak tree, and like you're getting, you want to be at the core, which is where the stadium is, of that tree, like the the in the innermost, the innermost ring. But you're like way the heck out there when you're tailgating. You're like on like the the thirtieth ring. You don't even know where the hell you are, basically, right? And it's a lot like there's not a lot of trees and and natural topography. It's basically just flat, which makes sense. because It's it's central Pennsylvania. But I think the only the only schools that I've seen that can really hold a candle to what we've got going and maybe you're better. I I have no doubt that they're really quality is uh, Ole Miss. Like that looks just phenomenal down there. They've just whatever they've got going there. It looks just tremendous. Arkansas looks awesome. Like every time I see John Daly or an Arkansas tailgate, it just looks fantastic. Um, and then maybe, um, you know, maybe a couple of Big Ten teams we haven't seen. Like I've I've never been to Iowa, so maybe I was pretty good. I don't know. Right. But yeah, I agree. I mean, this is a differentiator for our for our our school. The game day atmosphere and, and the tailgating is top notch, and it and it did not disappoint on Saturday. So although we didn't get the result we wanted, I think everybody had a freaking awesome time. Like in the blue lot, I watched a guy drink a beer out of a shoe. I watched (laughs) a guy, that same guy, jump off the roof of a car through a table like Bill's Mafia style. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Uh, I watched guys, you know, and girls for that matter. Uh, you know opening beers with their teeth, chugging, you know, chugging all sorts of stuff. It was it was just a great time. It's a great, great time. All, navigate, all.
1: Navigating the blue lot is like a total maze too. Just to get like like once the row fills up, people just it's like people like block off their their section with chair Like it's like hard to even navigate, like to get through, you know, like when we were trying to find you guys, like it was like you got to go up this row and then across and then through the middle of the two cars. It was it was yeah. pretty cool. But what did you think of the Scarlet Walk? I know it was your first time there.
0: Yeah, I thought it was cool. I didn't realize there was that much that much commotion. I didn't realize there was that much coordination at the Scarlet Walk. It was cool to see, you know, the band. Was it the band and the, yeah, the cheerleaders? Yeah, the cheerleaders. And they,
1: they've kind of um, played it. Like, they've tried to, like, amp it up the last couple. Like, it didn't used to always be like that. It used to just kind of be like the team got dropped off and there was, like, fans and stuff. But now they really are trying to, like it's like basically like a pep rally up until when the team gets there, you know, and then the team gets there and then everyone kind of goes there. But it's cool. Like you want these kids to kind of have that like big day, like the big, you know, like kind of what we were just talking about, the big, the big game day atmosphere, right? Like you want the kids that are, that are playing for us and representing our school to, to get kind of like a little bit of a feel of that, like as they're going to the stadium. And like, I think they definitely did like the whole Scarlet walk, like, you know, it was packed like there you know there there's kids and fans lining the you know lining the path where they walk by the statue they're all you know giving high fives and stuff you know it's cool it's it's definitely a cool tradition i hope it keeps up i hope people keep um coming out to it the way that they had, you know that the way that they have been and were um but yeah i i mean it's definitely something my son loves going to it so it's something i usually go to and have like the last couple years um but yeah, I think it's, it's,
0: it's unique to, it's unique to Rutgers and it's, and you walk past that first football game statue that's unique to Rutgers and, and it bears repeating. We have said it before we understate honestly, our role as the birthplace of college football, like where we not only had the first game for the better part of a hundred years, we were regarded unanimously by all of football, all of collegiate football as the mecca of college football across a cross uh, sectional cross-functional group of writers coaches athletes uh, former players alumni in 19 1960s voted the national college football hall of fame to be located at rutgers there was literally ground ground was assigned and allocated for the national football hall of fame so at 1960 we were unanimously considered to be the Mecca of college football. Now, a lot changed in that, from 1960 to 2000. A lot did. There's no doubt. Like As programs ramped up, Rutgers didn't. We had a really bad stretch in the 90s where we were awful. But you know, at that time, so that means from, from the, the first game that was played till at least 1960, we were regarded as the Mecca of college football. And we don't, we don't sell it enough. I don't think people even realize that. The fact that we had the College Football Hall of Fame in Piscataway is insane to me. (laughs) That is actually crazy. Can you imagine if it was if it was actually there? If it actually happened? Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. People would be
1: like, "Why?" But yeah,
0: but they wouldn't. But that's the thing. They shouldn't say why because it makes perfect sense. Like if you just read the the sources, like the primary sources, and you understand. And I'm not going to like read it over this podcast um, verbatim, but it was it was a unanimous decision because the, the the game. Was invented basically in its current form at Rutgers and down the road to Princeton. Like that's what how the game started, and it's this northeast game. It's a northeast prep school game, and Rutgers is a northeast Ivy type school. So it's a, it's a public Ivy. Well, well into the the fifties and sixties. So I mean, um, it's.
1: I'm just happy you got to. Uh, it only took you two episodes to bring to uh, bring that that up that the college football hall of fame was uh i feel feel like i feel like you bring this up quarterly
0: (laughs) because i because that needs to be known it needs to be known
1: everyone listen up everyone bring bring your ears closer to the microphone Carl needs to tell you
0: i have a rendering of the college football hall of fame what it was supposed to look like and it looked awesome so anyway we got robbed we should should be in piscataway but you know.
1: Yeah. Atlanta, I, have you actually been to the one in Atlanta? It is, it is pretty cool, but like, I don't know why, no. why it's in Atlanta because Atlanta has zero as far as I, I mean, I might be an idiot, but I don't know the historical significance. Of I it. mean, it's
0: easy, it's easy to understand why it's in Atlanta. The, the, all the SEC schools put up money to put it there. There's no yeah, real that's, reason that's, why
1: that would there. make sense as to why it's there, but right we got here, no, we got no support,
0: no funding. We right. got no, we got, and then by the way, that, the way that the College Bowl Hall of Fame was unanimously voted to be at Rutgers, and then the way that it was, it kind of fell apart. That is a microcosm of the of the problem at Rutgers. <laughs> like when it when push comes to shove and the money has to change hands, that's when things go awry. But I don't want to get down that. I don't want to go down that path to be too negative. Let's go through the game. What did you think of the game, Brian? Uh,
1: so I thought the atmosphere was pretty good. Uh, I like you know the. Light. I don't know like part, the lights were really cool. Part of me thought they used them a little too much. Like they were almost trying to create like a club atmosphere. Yeah. Which was cool. Like I it's one of those things where like if we were good and we didn't get our, and get killed it would have been really cool, but it's like I I always make fun of like so I don't know if you remember this a couple of years ago. It was actually more than a couple years ago. It was more like 5 or 6 years ago now. Pro- USC was playing Alabama um for first week of the season and USC came out like, they were, like, they literally, like, were dogs, like, literally, like, they like there was, like, two or three players who were, like, on all fours, and, like, they had, like, teammates, like, holding them back, like, they were dogs, and then Alabama literally curb stomped them, like, 55 to nothing, and it was, like, you can't, like, pretend, like, you're a dog and then lose 55 to nothing, you know what I mean, and, like, so I'm kind of, like, gonna apply that to, rec- like, we can't, you can't, like, you know, have the lights and all this, like, crazy stuff about, you know, making this into a club and like, look at this atmosphere and everyone put up your cell phone light. It's a concert now. And then like, just granted, we didn't lose 55, nothing. It was actually like, yes, it was 24 to three at one point, which was, I guess the biggest, um, you know, gap in the game. Um, But like, realistically, like, you know, a couple mistakes led to the score being that lopsided. We we were actually removing the ball early. Like, I don't know. I think Greg Shannon or or Sean Gleason might listen to the podcast because that first drive what do we do? Threw it deep, through right? Like yeah, nice 40-yard completion. Like we moved the ball pretty well in the first drive. And and by the way, this might be the most Rutgers the most ruckers thing ever. And I actually said this in the moment with the people I was sitting with. When when we, so we have that first drive, we go all the way down the field, right? I think it was like fourth and three, right? And then, or no, it was like fourth and eight. And then they had a false, they had an offsides on the field goal, so it was fourth and three. And Shiano, like Flashes the balls and was like, we're going for it now. Let's go. Sends the offense on the field. The crowd erupts. Everyone's like, let's go. We're going to do this. Like, I was very convinced that we were going to score on that play or at least get the first down or whatever. And then what do we do? False start. False start. fourth and eight field goal team goes back on the field. You're just like, I literally was like, that was so Rutgers. Like we almost did something cool there. We almost like, we almost did a cool thing. We almost did yeah. the whole fourth and eight. Oh, now we're going to go for it. We're going to make you pay for it. Nope. We're Rutgers. We're gonna well, get- we should have really
0: scored on that drive before that. You know, that, that I was sitting in section 144. So I saw this throw that slant to Shameen Jones. shameen's wide open on that play. Uh, Evan Simon threw it a hundred miles an hour like two feet over his head he had no chance to make that catch like you need to just like throw the ball medium pressure maybe even light pressure in that situation and just like float it in there hit him in the hit him in his hands and let him keep running like throw him a little bit open right like you don't have to sort 100 miles an hour
1: right uh he's a a young kid and, and i thought simon like you know, like what I was saying about how we threw it deep early, which was great. I'm happy to see we opened the, the offense. Definitely wasn't as vanilla. Like they opened it up more, and you know some of the mistakes that were made, like the interception. Like you wonder, like maybe that's why they weren't opening it up more. Like that pick six was like absolutely.
0: Well, they have a, they have an elite, elite defensive.
1: Right, and 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 Simon, I don't and, know if you and, saw the, the the replay. He got absolutely like I don't I don't know if this is just an NFL rule or if it's a college rule too. But like I thought, you can't drive the quarterback into the ground on that on that pick six. The, yeah. the defensive player literally picked Evan Simon up and drove his shoulder. Tried to literally pile drive him into the core of the earth. Like
0: he did, he know. did. Evan Simon's a tough kid. He got hit. Yeah, got God bless a him. I mean, he, he
1: took some absolute shots. But, but
0: you know, literally. when you complain about that stuff, yeah. that's just kind of like sour grapes, looking you know, grasping at straws. Yeah did did he get yeah. hit hard? Yeah. yeah. Um, should that should have been a penalty? Probably. But we also got away with a couple other throws that should have been interceptions. So, right. um. I mean, that was a great, great defensive play by that Iowa cornerback picking it off like he got he literally caught it over his head like Randy Moss, was able to turn around. And again, I saw a great I saw a great vantage point of his return because I was again in that section where I was looking at it, him make that interception and then run it back. He broke like three tackles on the way back and he's just gone. And it was like, oh my God. And by the way, where does Iowa find these white guys that can run like the wind? Like that guy, he was a white guy playing yeah. cornerback just insane my, like where do, you, my wife, where do my they find wife,
1: had, they have ten. they literally have 10 black guys on their team the entire team
0: but dude who, he's a white guy playing cornerback i know like there hasn't been a white guy in the nfl playing cornerback i don't think since jason seahorn like yeah. straight up like and he made the nastiest play i think i've ever seen at Rutgers stadium as a cornerback like what are you kidding yeah. me where do they yeah. find these people but let's go let's go back to the um let's go back to that the atmosphere comics i think you you hit on something there you said the atmosphere was okay i agree with you it was just okay. It was something missing. It's it's almost like we're filling the stadium, which is admirable. But yeah. I get the sense we're filling it with people, like we're just like by any means necessary filling it at this point. Like this is this is a far cry from like the OGs that we had in 06. Do you remember when we went to that stadium in 06? Like you had the OGs in that stadium that year, like from the 05 class, the 04 class, like people that were gonna graduate in 06 had been through all the shit. And now we're we're like like hardened veterans like they had the RU chant down they had all the chants down this stadium the stadium that we have now and the fans that fill it are more transient like they're not the ogs anymore um
1: well can i I tell you can i tell you what i think it is yeah i think i think a we're accustomed to losing and i think it's a i think everyone goes to the games it's a very cautious optimist it's like yeah like we're like like in 06 we went to the game we were like we're gonna beat whoever we're playing today right or it's or we're gonna keep it really close right like i i I, we did not play a single opponent where i was like afraid of
0: them and even even that that was the mentality through 14 right Right. we we had that mentality through. right now it's
1: like i hope we keep it close yeah like you know I i hope it's not an asking i hope i'm still in there in the third quarter you know what i mean like that's I th- so and I feel it. like I feel it in my bones. Like I'm one of those people where it's like I am probably not as loud and rowdy as I, well, a, i'm grown I've grown up, so I'm not just like I used to be. but b, I'm just like, I don't want to be, you know, like i sit I sit behind the uh, the visitor bench, so I'm surrounded by always a decent amount of away fans. and I don't want to be like talking all this crap. and then like, you know, the pick six I got like a guy in my grill being you know, t- you know telling me you know what he thinks about me. so. Uh, I think like I think everyone's just kind of like, let's see how this goes. Like, I think like, yeah, as the yeah. game builds. If we're in it, the crowd will be in it more. But right. It's like, for the amount of people there, it wasn't super loud, I feel like. Yeah, and I feel like because we're like, like, like I said, we're all just like kind of like sitting on eggshells. Like, is this are we going to get destroyed?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. That's a great point you bring up. We're all kind of like, we have a little bit of PTSD, right. From the last couple of seasons, like especially, yeah. especially the Ash era. But the other thing you, you mentioned was the lights. So I can tell you right now, if that was the first time I'd ever seen like a freaking rave light show at a sporting event, I would be on here lighting up them, like lighting up the athletic department and being like, I hated that as the stupidest thing I've ever seen like get a yeah. life kind of thing yeah. but but it's I've very seen common it. i've yeah. seen it before it's quite common now Yeah, no, like every stadium's doing it. doing it right so we're just keeping up with the joneses actually the first time i ever saw it like in earnest was at a rangers game and they had like a they hand you like a, a wristband and they had like uh like Led Zeppelin type thing, where the, the wristbands were lighting up in in tune to the music, right, in sync with the music, and then it had between the periods, they had like literally a rave between the first and second period. And I turned to this guy next to me; he was like seventy five years old, weird year old guy. It looked like he'd been like like the Rangers since uh, like Eddie Jockerman. And I said, "What the hell is this? Like, what happened to like, like I just want to hear like the organ." I want to see a guy like shoot pucks from the center, the center ice. I don't want to be at a rave. Like this sucks. Right. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, it's been this way for in playoff time for a while. I was like a while, man, I guess I haven't been around a lot. <laughs> like, geez. Yeah. Like, So this is just the way it is now. Um, and, and, and I think the, the desire, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give him this. Women and kids love it. So, I mean, if you're a non-purist, it's a great way to get a non-purist to a game. Right. Because it's interesting, it's fun. So right.
1: yeah.
0: so anyway, let's I mean, what can we say that probably hasn't been totally beaten to death already? Uh, Iowa beat us in the trenches.
1: Iowa you can't you can't give them four, like I know this, yeah, can't give. Chat, them 14, like, of the one thing we could not do was let their defense score, and we let it happen twice. and, I mean, like-
0: and you know once once they scored that that defensive touchdown, you kind of, you know,
1: oh, you took that, all you the knew, air out of the stadium. The score was like seven to three at that point, but it was like, well, you want to go home? Like, like they just scored a touchdown. Well, you knew,
0: you knew we were going to have a real, real problem scoring a touchdown, right? right. Like it was, it was going to be really, and even the touchdown we did score, took like a heroic effort. That was a good throw by Simon, and a great, even better catch by Aaron Kirkshank. I'll give him that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got beaten in the trenches. They beat the crap out of Simon and, um, we, we fought though. Our defense was really good. I'll give our defense credit. Like, I, I'm, I'm optimistic on that side of the ball for the rest of the season because those guys battled big time. Dude, yeah. Christian to had like 15 tackles, something yeah, like that. Fly, like, he's flying what? around out there. Yeah, he's a beast. That guy is a monster. He's going to be great. In the, he's definitely going to the NFL. He's going to be
1: very good. Friend of the, friend of the program.
0: I haven't seen Kassan Abraham though do anything in the last couple of weeks, which I'm a little concerned about. Like he was a monster last year. Every game was, was making highlight real plays. Where's he been? Max Melton almost had that punt block. That would have been cool. Uh, now on that first punt, he almost punt almost had a punt block. It'd be not. Ni- it would have been nice to get something out of this. What what's going on with the special teams? Can we can we can we ask that question? Because mm-hmm. we expect in a game like that, where we're we're outgunned on the offense and defense. That we're going to have special teams be a factor. And we haven't really seen
1: that, have we? Yeah. No, no. Like, yeah, the blocking of kicks and punts used to be like a weekly or bi weekly event. And now, yeah, it doesn't happen much anymore. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they figured it out, whatever Shiano was doing, or. But we not. We don't have anything on the kick return or punt return side either. Well, they're not kicking it to Crookshank. Smart. I mean, they're ta- first of all, kickoffs, they're trying to take kickoffs out of the game in general because. Yeah. Of injuries. Obviously, you know, obviously we know with Eric LeGrand and everything how dangerous kickoffs could be. It's the most dangerous play in football. So they move the, you know, like they, they try to create touchbacks, you know, for the most right. part. So k- get, kick returns are just down in general, like I, I think across the board, just the amount of times you get to, to have kick returns and then right if they're going to even kick, give you a chance to return it. It's like, it's like a directional kick with a lot of height on it. By the time you catch it, like they're on your, on their, the, the the kickoff teams down at the 10 yard line. And, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's tough, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, the special teams, you know, our kickers, you know, I feel like when's the last time we had a kicker, by the way, I saw Jeremy Ito at a food truck and I said to my, friend, I was like, I think that's Jeremy Ito. I might go say hi to him, but I, I didn't. And then of course he was like on the he was field. Oh, man, I should have went and said hi to him because it's like it's so funny. Like that guy made the kick against Louisville in 06. He's like a celebrity pointing at the camera like everyone remembers that moment. And it's, he's just standing there in line at a food truck like a normal guy, like no fans around him, like nothing like, you know what I mean? Like It's I, it's
0: I've always I'm always amazed by that. It's remarkable. A lot of people like him will exist in plain sight. No one will even know who they are. Like Mike Teal walked through our tailgate. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's Mike Teal. I mean, yeah, we should, I personally could probably
1: get Jeremy Ito on the program. We should reach out to him sometime.
0: Jeremy Ito would be really good. Dude, I saw when I saw Ito, it brought back good memories, of course, because he was so solid. Yeah. But the first thing that I thought was, man, I'm old. Like, because he looks yeah. old now. Yeah. I look old. Like, my hair is white. Like, it's just <laughs> weird. It doesn't feel like that long ago. I feel like Jeremy could still play because he's just got like that killer instinct, that that will to win, you know? But he there's no freaking chance he could play <laughs> like he like he looks he looks old i don't even know what he does it'd be interesting to know what he does for a little yeah no now.
1: we should we should look into have yeah. him on someday but um yeah i, I sorry we you gonna say
0: so i mean the, the question is the question is does this change tra- the trajectory of the season i mean i don't think it does given that going into the year no one really expected we were going to be competing with Iowa and beating them no. we convinced ourselves that we could beat them because right. we were three and zero. this was like a
1: loss that we were maybe turning into a win but it's, it's exactly a loss which is fine
0: that would have changed the trajectory of the year like it would have bent that curve up right right and we would have gone from five wins to potentially seven or six or seven right. now I think we need to win we need to win on Nebraska that has to be a win
1: if we can't beat be Nebraska, it's so depressing. And I think we talked about this in a group chat too. Like Nebraska is literally like a walking dead corpse of a program and everyone yeah. is just making fun of them. And they're the butt of every single joke. Like that, like literally like Nebraska get, gets made fun of more than we do right now. And like Nebraska's at their probably lowest of low that they'll ever be at or pretty close to it. Like, and I have zero confidence that we're going to win that game. Just zero. Yeah. Maybe well, I've I mean, been to so many home losses like in a row, but. I, I mean, I, and and folks. I we, folks, wrong. we
0: know we know that Ohio State is next, but honestly, I don't, I'm not sure what you can really preview about Ohio State other than like
1: they're a 40 point favorite, and 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 yeah, that's all you need to know. I mean, what, I, th- I think there to break down there. I think you,
0: ba- you basically just um, you tuck and you and you pray for the best. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what we've got, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know how you game plan for, like, an Ohio State if you're a coach at Rutgers. Like, I don't know how you do it because
1: – They're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. They have more facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's it.
1: Like, <laughs> like your I brother, don't...
0: your brother said it best when we went out to – so we went out to Columbus to see Ohio State in 2014, and he's like, wow, their guys are so strong. And it was like Eli Apple at the time. He, he, Eli Apple took one of our wide receivers. Um, it was that kid from BC and he literally threw him into the sideline and almost killed uh Kyle Flood. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that?
1: Yeah, I, they, they, I mean, and I just remember I'm not, I'm pretty sure we told this story in the podcast before, but when we went out there in 2014, like they just knew they were going to beat us. Like it wasn't even a question, it was like I remember yeah. talking and we weren't that bad at the time. It was like You know, we had just gotten the Big Ten. Like, we still had some of Shiano's players and stuff, I feel like. And it was just – it was literally like, so what do you guys think the score is going to be? They're like, well, there's no way we score less than 50. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe you guys got, like, a touchdown or two. Like, I don't know, like 55-14. And I'm pretty sure the game was, like, 56-17 or something. Like, they were – Yeah, they
0: nailed it. They nailed it. They just didn't even – Do you remember that that video montage they showed? So, they showed a video montage. It's our first game in Columbus, our first season in the Big Ten. And it was just a video montage. It said, welcome, Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And then it had a video montage of Ohio State players just drilling receivers, quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends. Uh, It was really defensive players just laying the boom. It was like an old NFL blitz highlight reel. And then at the end, it said, welcome to the big. And you're just like good god like these guys are at another level like they're going to not only not only beat us but they're going to inflict pain in the process which they did you got to give them credit they did
1: speaking speaking of pain i just want to bring up this one quick story i had to have i like to call this the Rutgers talk i had to i had to have the ruckers talk with my son at the game because we so we left like the third quarter he's eight it was just we knew we weren't gonna like you know yeah at that point for, at
0: that point i knew too it, right it, we stayed
1: know. for the first two drives of the third quarter and we were like you know they went literally directly down this field and scored and then we we threw like an interception i think on our first drive of the second half and then it was like my son didn't want to leave but it was like buddy we're going like i'm not we're not getting home at like 1 30 in the morning for this so we i we you know we're leaving and god bless my son you know like i said he's eight and he's such a big fan and he loves his team so much and he's so into the games and he's like you know just so excited and loves everything about it but he hasn't like really learned yet like what like we're a ruckers fan you know what i mean like we don't have a shot like we're gonna lose a lot you know what i mean so i literally like kind of had to have that talk with him for the first time where i was like hey bud like this is kind of what being a Rutgers fan is. Like, you get really excited for these moments, and they just let you down. And like, hopefully, we'll be good someday. But like, probably not. <laughs> like That's yeah. basically, basically yeah. what I said. to him. And like, I, I don't know if I said the probably not part. Like, you want a
0: pet? You want a Pepsi, buddy?
1: Right. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Like, you want some cotton candy? Like, it was just. I, I think I do. I don't like fully believe that we won't be good someday. Like, I think we will be. I think Chiano's the guy that 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 can take us there and
0: well let's be let's be totally honest about it brian we just got that hit in 2006 and we've been chasing that dragon ever since and i think anybody in our situation would be the same like we had the best freaking experience ever in a sporting year Uh, an unimaginably great year uh it could have been even better but it was so great that you never forgot it we said
1: at the time too we're like is this the best it's ever going to be yeah we said that we, we were actually self-aware enough to ask that question of ourselves in 2006 and i think yeah, we, were, we were yeah all just like no it has to because like, we knew the history of rutgers we knew we were not like this good always but we were like well
0: i think oh, we like- thought at minimum 07 was going to be as good because you had ray coming back right? right and it was like okay ray's back okay yeah we lose brian leonard but who cares about that like we have ray as a as a bigger stronger faster version of himself and we've got all of our wide receivers, our total defense. Let's just preview the 07 season. Let's do that. That, that could be fun. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I, I, I feel your pain. I mean, I feel your pain. Like my wife doesn't go to these games expecting us to win. I don't know. She just goes, cause she knows I like it. And right. one day if we ever get there, it will be very, it will feel really good. But <clears> when we <throat> have these losses, even I, even I need to take a break. Like, yeah. I took a couple of days. I was like,
1: oh. dude, it really is. And it's it's so funny you said that about your wife because I I made eye contact with my wife in like the third quarter. <laughs> like, and she's just like she went to Alabama. She's you know, she wants Rutgers to be good, she really does. Like, she sure she goes to all the games, she's fully in it with me, like fully invested. And like I just made eye contact with her in the third quarter, and like she just like popped some popcorn in her mouth and was just like, <laughs> "When we leaving?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and and it wasn't like she wanted to go. It was like, "When do you want to go?" Because like this is not happening. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Well, so that's what comes. I felt like when
0: I felt that exact thing that you just said there. It was a great way of putting it. Down fourteen to three, the game was over. Like it's right. the second, it's the second quarter. The game is over. You're down fourteen to three, and it's like, why, why me? And I put my head in my hands. I was just like. And I had, a, I had a Brit, you know, I, I had, I brought one of my colleagues from, from the UK to the game and it was awesome to have her there. And she got, what to did see, she, what did
1: she have to say about everything, by the way?
0: She's like, well, the tailgating was freaking sweet, but the game kind of, yeah. Like, you know, it was a flat game. You got to be honest. Like it did, the game did not live up to the hype at all. No. And, and definitely didn't live up to the tailgate hype. It didn't live up to the, the pregame hype of the game itself. But then the tailgate brought everything to that next level like that atmosphere was so good everyone got like all riled up because when you see other people excited it gets you more excited too right but then the game didn't it didn't really yeah it didn't it just you didn't get those those animal spirits you know we were talking the last last show about weird things happening at Rutgers during night games nothing mm. weird even happened nothing special even happened it was just right. all normal just kind of the normal routine iowa beat down like you're kind of used to seeing so
1: and i, and I remember in the group chat too like i think I, I don't know if i sent this text or somebody else did but it was just like is this really happening again like i can't believe i let myself do this to myself again right like yeah. I, I can't believe i got this excited and thought we were we would win this game or at least like be competitive right and like uh, I, and then like i was just like i can't believe like this is happening again like it's just like getting i feel like uh, yeah. What, 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 Charlie Brown with the football. It's like Charlie Brown with the football. Literally like they're not yeah. going to pull the ball this time. I'm going to kick it. Nope. Nope. She pulled the ball. You don't feel, st- I didn't feel
0: stupid. I, oh, felt, I, felt, stu- I felt last stupid. year for Ohio state last year, I felt stupid. I'm like, wow, why did I buy into that hype? Like that was never going to happen under any circumstances, but this year I was more just like downtrodden. I was like, man, like if this is really the worst Iowa we're going to see with the worst quarterback and the worst offense, that offense looked pretty good to me. Like that quarterback was throwing guys open. He was, they were running, they were running it well. We had, we played good D. I mean, we stopped them. We bent, we bent and didn't break. But I thought their their offense looked pretty darn good against us. So if that's the worst Iowa we're going to see, that's not great. Like it's just, it's just not a great thought, right? And yeah. that's why I also worry about the worst Nebraska we're going to see. <laughs>
1: right, like, I, right. like these teams at their worst is like significantly better than us at like this. This is definitely not us at our best, I would say. But like, they're just so much better than where we are right now. It's like,
0: and the problem is, Shiano after after these games is saying the same shit he was saying ten years ago. Uh, not ten years ago, longer, like twelve years ago. The whole, like. One day our best will be good enough to beat the best. Like, he's saying that exact same thing still, just different language. Like, it's the same exact language. Well, it, it
1: makes you wonder, like, because I truly believe if he never left, like, if we didn't have that, that, like, literally, he left and we plummeted to the bottom of the earth. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now yeah. Like, so he had to, like, build it up and then it collapsed and then he has to build it back up again. Like if he had just built it up and like, we had just sta- stayed on that, on that trajectory. I wonder what we would be, but we'll never this know. is a
0: different you. So, so that, that explanation and that wondering what that will be is totally fair. And I know a lot of people have opined on that or thought about that, but this is also a totally different era of college football. You don't need a big build. Like you can do it all through a portal and through, you know, expedited means. Like there are ways for coaches who are really good at what they do to take the worst of the worst programs and make them good fast.
1: Yeah look at Kansas k- right now.
0: Kansas. Yeah. What? Like are you kidding me? Lance Leopold, who nobody wanted, is freaking nasty. <laughs> like his yeah. team is kicking ass. Like how is it possible that they're that good? Uh, even I'm shocked. Like' I doesn't, it doesn't it barely makes sense.
1: I don't know but, that they've beaten anyone, but still, I mean, 4 0 is 4 0.
0: Yeah. I mean, Arkansas went from being awful, like really bad, in the post, yeah. post, post Bobby It's literally Betrayal. all
1: about the coach. Like, it's, that's, it, it, that is it. It's everything. And I, I think we have the right coach. I don't,
0: we're the right coach for Rutgers, but is he's not. I feel like I'm like committing a sin by saying this is like sacrilege, right? Like, <laughs> You're, you're 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 disparaging an idol i don't know that Shiano's is gonna ever get us to the top of this conference man like this is a tough conference
1: yeah i mean that's that, i don't think that's crazy and i don't think it's even his fault if that's the no case. no literally it's like not. our one you know our one friend brett says this all the time like it's not in the dna here like they literally like ohio state is bigger than the cleveland browns in ohio like it's it's this it's not even like you know, if if the Giants and Jets are A, and the Yankees and Mets, like it's like Rutgers football in this area is like, C, is like D or F. You know what I mean? Like it's just not, <laughs> yeah, it's not ingrained here. The alumni aren't, you know, like yeah, we don't rally around it here. But, you know, there's constant articles written by people about how much how much the athletic department spent. It's like, can you imagine them writing an article in Alabama, or Ohio State about how much their athletic department spent? Like, shut up.
0: Well, Politi, yeah. Politi, I just got to say this, hates Rutgers. Politi hates Rutgers, okay? Everybody, he does. Like, if you aren't paying attention, but you should be. He hates Rutgers, Steve Politi. But he actually brings up decent points once in a while. And his most recent article was like, you can't keep getting kicked in the nuts, basically. Right. And keep and expect the fans to come back forever. Okay. I, and, I I mean
1: I will obviously be back because I'm an idiot, but sure, uh, you know, like I, uh, but yeah, Me I mean too. After, that, after the Iowa game, I, I and I think like, it's been a couple of days. I've had a couple of days to digest, but I'm I can't say I'm super excited for Nebraska. I really can't. I, I really can
0: Yeah, are because you? you're just you're just worried at this yeah. point, right? That's right, and I'm that's that's kind well. of goes
1: to what we were saying before about like the atmosphere in the stadium. It's like the people there are just like. Worried, like what's going to happen? You know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, one one last thing I wanted to get into before we wrap up here. Kind of, I you know we touched on Ohio State. So getting out of the blue lot, did you? Did, oh, what a, what a what a disaster! Like, what horrific! Are we doing? What horrific. are we doing, dude? You know what? The, you know what the issue was. There's only one exit. Yeah, and
0: that
1: and that one exit they have to close so pedestrians can walk by. So like literally, like for five minutes straight no one's getting out of the blue lot because they have to let the pedestrians go. And yes. then they'll open it up for cars and stop the pedes- What are we freaking doing? That is
0: the worst, worst run uh, process I think I've ever seen.
1: Yeah.
0: Horrific. Yeah, Crazy. it took me an hour to get out of there. Crazy. And uh, it could have been a lot worse. Like I'd right. stayed till the bitter end. I think if I had left when everybody left in like the you know, middle of the fourth, it would have been even worse. Yeah. So yeah, horrible. Horrible. And also the self-service in the stadium stunk. But I mean other than yeah, those two things a little annoying. A little yeah annoying. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I, honestly
0: I, I I'm almost thinking tailgate after too. Like some people were doing that. Yeah, no, like, like
1: people do that at MetLife. Like, yeah, yeah. like they'll little post-tailgate and wait for the traffic to die down. But yeah, I just uh, and speaking of, of Met Life, the Giants. Oh my god. Like, I was so excited for the primetime Rutgers and Primetime Giants, and they both just did that to me. Like, I am just such a so, so yeah,
0: I know I know we're not gonna like get into a deep dive on the Giants, but actually how sad
1: I am about both. Like both, like, were just yeah. like I
0: watched that game, and I'll tell you the impression I got. So everyone was defending Evan Simon after I was like, Oh, the guy made good throws, yada yada yada. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I agree, but I did watch the Giants game. And I left feeling I was impressed with freaking Danny Dimes. That guy plays hard, dude. He's he plays hard. Nobody. He, it's he has no Saquon. wide receivers.
1: He's no wide receiver. Yeah, dude. It's team. him and Saquon and a, and a pile of dog crap. It's literally yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like it's, it's outside of him and Saquon. They have absolutely nothing. I mean, but dude,
0: he throws a nice ball. He throws laser beams, and the guy actually is, is really good on the ground too. Yeah, like when yeah. nothing's available, he just like scampers up field. He's like I, a tough dude. He's just like. He's a, grind. like, we talk about the Jersey, you know, lunch pail guy. He is, like, that, man. He's, like, a yeah. freaking, just a dog out there.
1: Yeah. I, I will say Dallas Cowboy fans are just the absolute worst people on the planet, dude. I, I had to leave my seats because I just, these like, I literally had a guy light up a joint one seat behind, behind me in my, like, literally just straight up, like, in his seat lighting up a joint, Cowboys fan uh which whatever like smoke weed I don't care but like can you not do it like right where we're sitting like I almost brought my son to the game like you know I, and I'm happy I didn't cuz I'm like I don't need a guy smoking a, a joint next to my 8 year old in the, in the in the middle of the third quarter like you know what I mean um and just like they just literally act like it's there like I go to a lot of away games and there's just like a decorum I always like I always like hold by which is like you know they people are going to talk crap don't like you know, and don't, don't escalate don't, it. Don't over, right. Don't don't antagonize them when your team scores. Don't turn around and start taunting. Like it's always fine to cheer for your team. You know, people are gonna say some stuff about Rutgers. You let it roll off your at the Temple game, right? The guy said, "Why did you go to Rutgers?" to Gavin. You know about Gavin said and and I just you know I didn't you know I wanted to punch him in the face, but I just was like, yeah, I don't know. He's an idiot. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, these the people the Cowboys literally they're acting like they it's their house you know what i mean and just the way they behaved and the way they oh just awful people like really like well they're they gonna be,
0: get they're gonna they get be right there with
1: eagles fans like, on, like and, and my wife said this too and it's so true because she went with me to the game eagles fans at least own that they're scumbags
0: right
1: they, like they're like yep yeah, we're eagles fans we're philly we're scumbags like that's that is what it is like we we own that cowboys fans like they like think they're like classy they think they're like a wine and cheese crowd they literally behave like barbarians like they're just absolute feel like the, i mean obviously like i'm generalizing but the people around me were absolute filth human beings all of them like just ugh.
0: well they're gonna get completely rocked by the eagles um so
1: i hope i, I actually hope so honestly like I can't, even, I can't even believe those words are coming out of my mouth right now but like the people like i don't want the people that were and like my brother's a cowboys fan you know my friend tj's cow- like and i'm not talking about them specifically like they're good guys i know they're good guys but like the people that were around me yesterday are, and like obviously like i'm sure there's plenty of absolute scumbag giants fans and every fan base has it but what was around me yesterday i i, I like my dad looked at me in like the fourth quarter and was like do you want to like get up and like go like watch the game like we went we went and like watched there's like some tvs like by the by the exit we'd like watched like the end of the game there because we just couldn't be around anything. oh so
0: you would you watch that cd lamb catch like on those televisions I, I was
1: the, i was in my seat for that no i was in okay. my seat for that but yeah that, that was in my end zone but ugh. anyway it was,
0: it was it was cooper rush actually looks decent um which i'm surprised about i, I he didn't never... he
1: didn't have he didn't have pressure on him the entire game
0: right right I, I yeah, don't i
1: don't yeah. think he got hit once So I I can't really he played well. Like, I'm not gonna take anything. He made
0: good throws though. Like, like that throw to to CD Lamb that he dropped, which is an awful drop. Yeah, it's actually a really nice throw. Like, if you if you watch that play on replay, I don't know if you saw it on replay, you saw it live, but um you know that whole play set up really nicely. He put it right on, right on. Yeah, I feel like any
1: professional quarterback can sit there with time and make throws. Like like Danny Dimes was under duress. All day. I think like I heard a stats today, like half of his dropbacks. Like he was pressured on half of his dropbacks. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. tough to play with. But when you're just sitting back there and you can smoke a cigar and throw a pass, like, yeah, it's not not that hard. But anyway, yeah, I mean that's I just yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, yeah.
0: I just think it's funny how no matter what the reason for the loss is, everybody looks at the quarterback and like, well, you could have done better. I actually, and, and you know, it's a simplistic way of looking at it. I actually thought. Danny Dimes played a great game I, I I you know if we had that at Rutgers we would have beaten Iowa probably like he's just such a freaking scrappy dude like yeah. if we had Danny Dimes I mean it's the, that's kind of hard to kind of hard to imagine that but if we had a quarterback of that
1: quality of that caliber
0: I think we we would have had a better shot
1: yeah Absolutely. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Um, you got any predict- predictions for Ohio State next week? I don't even know what to say. Forty-two to fourteen. Uh, that, that would be. That would be I very. I would sign up for that right now. Uh, yeah.
0: I yeah. mean, this is a kind of game where. To be bad, You're I could see- a
1: party for like what? Like, yeah. It's how, the kind how, of game. How, where- how long will that game be on the TV at your party? Would you say? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Will it still be on the second I think I'm going to
0: turn it off when we're down 28. I'll keep it on down 21, but at at 28, it's getting shut off.
1: Okay. And I think
0: I'm going to put on a loop of uh, European vacation, the part where Clark Griswold goes to Germany and does the the Bavarian dance with those Frau lines and and then gets into the massive fight and then drives that vehicle through that Bavarian village. I'm just going to keep that on loop because it's an October fest.
1: Were you able to find a full roast pig?
0: full roast pig keg. It's going to be fantastic. Wow.
1: All right. Sounds like a good time.
0: Welcome to Oktoberfest. Everyone
1: send us, uh, send us pictures and videos of your, uh, Ohio state watch parties. If they, uh, if they exist and, uh, hopefully our Scarlet Knights can go up there and make us proud. I've never been more proud of them than I was that, that game, um, the one we went up there and ran all those trick plays, and we still lost by like a bunch. But oh, like, that was
0: awesome! We yeah, a like couple 28 on
1: them. It was incredible. Like, that was
0: 49 27. 49 27. Bo Melton had like a sick return. He scored the most
1: points on them at, that season outside of Alabama. It was incredible. Yeah, go, yeah, go that do was that, great. guys. We're not expecting to win, to, but go do that.
0: I would love to do that again. Yeah, yeah. we kind of like. Like, they beat us up, but we also, like, got a couple, like, kidney punches in in that game. So, it was, like, we left, and they were hurting, too, which was nice to be able to do that. Yeah.
1: Right. So, all right. Well, hopefully uh, (laughs) we get some good stuff to talk about for next week. And uh, send us, uh, tweet us, do all the social media things, and we'll see you next week. Peace, Jersey. Lovely accent, New Jersey.